Hello, this is Coffee Break with Ninita, a daily guide of coping skills that gets us through by making us strong. So on Wednesday, what we can conclude from our discussion is that indeed it matters how I feel with the message that I convey about different topics. I want you to take this, especially when others that feel have address an issue. I really want you to do something which you will be very thankful for finding out. And that is mentally separate the emotional part from the words that are being spoken. The emotions that the person who is speaking, his or her voice, the tone of voice, the sound of the voice, conveys to us, the emotions that are being conveyed to us, separate them from the topic or the issue that is being talked about, brought up. And what I want from you is, especially if the topic is uncomfortable, instead of bypassing the emotions and discussing the issues or the topic, I want to challenge you. You might find it rather difficult to do, but I'm going to ask you to do. Rather, let go for a second discussing about the issue and stay with the person's emotions. I'll give an example so you can better understand what I'm talking about. The house is too small. I cannot live in this house anymore. We don't have enough room. We are on top of each other. We live in a busy street. Sometimes what we do in what I just described is focusing on the complications or difficulties or challenges that moving to a, diff- a bigger house hold, whether this is financially or any other way, completely bypassing the emotions which were present in the way this person was talking about the issue. It is frustration, it is desperation, it is being stressed, anxious, overwhelmed, annoyed, not sure how he or she can endure it, and you get the picture. Now, what is that will happen if instead of addressing this cannot be done overnight, we don't have the funds or whatever, if instead We said, yeah, I see that this is very overwhelming. I hear you talking and you are so upset, so frustrated. This situation is definitely hurting you. And I hate to see you in so much pain. I don't want you to feel that I don't care how you feel. 
I don't see how stressful and overwhelming it is. You know, what I'm doing in my example is that I am focusing on the emotions that were revealed through the sound of the voice, the tone of the voice, the words, rather than the words themselves suggesting go out and buy a house. Don't take me wrong. There's a very good possibility that going out and buying a new house or renting a new house, relocating, might be where in the end, in my example, we have to go. However, the relationship between the two engaged in this discussion is not going to grow stronger by getting another house. It's going to grow stronger by trusting, by building and developing trust that what the other feels matters. It's important. It is affecting the other person. That's how we grow emotionally as a couple. When we do not feel alone in the relationship. And this is pretty much the mistake we all do. Thinking that if I fix all the issues and never have to address the emotions, my life will be happily ever after. Issues always appear and some are easy, easy to address right away. Others need some time and some others cannot be addressed. It's their nature, cannot be addressed. In all three situations, the success of the relationship growing from this experience totally depends on pure luck. In other words, whether or not I am able to fix what is broken. In real life, what we fix that is broken does not depend on how much we care, but how feasible it is to fix it. But very often, because we connect emotions with issues, with messages, we tend to translate caring as being the reason why we fix broken situations. If you care about me, we will move to another house. If you care about me, you will fix the roof. If you care about me, you will ask your mother to leave. You know, and that makes it extremely hard for those things that are not easy to be taken care so if I cannot fix it means I don't care about you that becomes the source that a lot of relationships face frustration disappointment and are ready to give up and let go separating the emotions from the issue gives us an opportunity inside the relationship to focus on honoring the emotions present. There's power for the relationship 
when we are able to recognize the emotions our spouses, our children, our parents feel first and then see what we can do about the issue. Because the relationship finds all that it needs to grow. Despite whether or not it is easy to fix the broken situation. Isn't that what we're looking for? To have relationships that grow and help us through the relationship to endure disappointments, catastrophes, broken things that cannot be repaired? Isn't that what we need to start focusing on? Stronger relationships rather than repaired issues. If I have fixed all the broken things, but I don't have a relationship with my loved one, how am I ever going to enjoy forever what is being fixed? We thank you for listening to Coffee Break with Nanita. Our goal is to help our stay-whole community work through their challenges. Please join this cause by supporting us on Patreon. You can do that for the price of just one cup of coffee per month. Just click on the Patreon link in the podcast description below or simply visit us at www.patreon.com forward slash stay whole. We appreciate you and hope we can help you stay whole. Thank you.